Hello, Hooray for Monday listeners. Today is Juneteenth, the annual commemoration of the end of slavery in the United States after the Civil War. It's a holiday filled with history, and as educators, it's our responsibility to teach that history. Today, Jenna is sharing our weekly post, which is about history. Jenna, what are we talking about? Oral histories. This piece is inspired by the work going on in our real world history program, where students collect oral histories as part of the course, and by my recent time spent with our students in this class. That program is a unique part of our work at Inspired Teaching because in it, we directly teach students a departure from our usual work of teaching teachers, but it's designed to be a model for what inspired teaching looks like in action in the classroom. Yes, and I've been struck over the past few years about how this particular project encapsulates all of the four I's in our instructional model. How so? Well, intellect. Students read about the Great Migration through the book The Warmth of Other Suns by Isabel Wilkerson. This raises lots of questions for them. That brings us to inquiry, where students turn their wonderings into a conversation with elders in their community who came to Washington, D.C. during the Great Migration. These conversations capture their imaginations, the third eye, by providing them with a front row seat to history and a human understanding of the challenges and triumphs their narrators experienced through their move and the life they built afterward. And then, last but not least, this kindles the fourth eye, integrity. It sparks empathy and understanding and awareness of the fact they themselves are both witness to and actors within our ever-evolving history. Yes, and the whole experience of gathering oral histories also addresses inspired teaching's five core elements. You've got mutual respect between narrator and interviewer. They're engaged in meaningful work that requires purpose, persistence, and action. And the products they create, these recordings they must transcribe and annotate before they are uploaded to the DC Public Library site, demonstrate wide-ranging evidence of student learning. The students are developing expertise as historians, and just listening to the interviews themselves, you can hear the joy radiate both from the students and from the elders they're talking to. Exactly, because this project involves both parties being seen and heard. Not to put too fine a point on it, but this also addresses that need for belonging and connectedness we've been talking about for the past few months. Let's hear more about it. I'm Aletta Margolis, and this is Hooray for Monday, your inspiration and toolkit for the week ahead. Learning history from those who lived it. Hooray for Monday, June 19th, 2023. And now, here's Jenna. Today, we celebrate Juneteenth, a date that has been recognized as a federal holiday for just a few years, but that traces its origins back to 1865. The National Museum of African American Culture and History offers many resources to deepen our understanding of the holiday and to fuel our curiosity to learn more. The museum's oral history specialist, Kelly Elaine Navies, introduces the content in a short video, which we've linked to in the show notes, and in her reflection on her own Juneteenth celebrations, along with fellow museum experts, in another link we've included. Ms. Navies speaks to the power of oral histories in Soul Talk, an oral history workshop and discussion, another link we've included, where she encourages everyone to conduct at least one oral history interview with an elder in their lifetime. 
As she explains, when you conduct an oral history, you're not only creating a primary document, you're strengthening relationships and forging bonds between generations, and you're also becoming a part of a long tradition of storytelling. This resonates with us at Inspired Teaching. A few weeks ago, we hosted students, families, and elder Washingtonians who were part of the Great Migration during the last gathering of our 2022-2023 Real World History class. Students asked their peers, parents, and elders they'd interviewed to discuss, what does oral history mean to you? In one small group conversation, a student and her parents talked about how oral history is at the core of our growth and learning as humans. As far back as language exists, it's how we have transferred knowledge and understanding from one generation to the next. A core project in the Real World History course is collecting, transcribing, annotating, and sharing oral histories of elders in the community who came to Washington, D.C. during the Great Migration. Students remarked that collecting these stories gave them a much better understanding of the significance of the Great Migration and the challenges their narrators experienced. Narrators described how the interview process gave them peace in knowing their stories would be remembered. All stories are archived at the DC Public Libraries. The experience of being listened to also sparked hope in the elders who saw that young people are interested in learning about history so they can be a part of creating a better future. This made me think of the role schools play in the passing along of our understanding of history. At a time of intense polarization, it's more clear than ever that there's no such thing as an apolitical classroom. The sources we provide our students for learning about the world around them always come with a perspective. People do too. But what if we made collecting oral histories a core part of our teaching and learning each year? How might that shape the way students understand the past if part of their learning came firsthand from the people who lived it? Whether you gather with friends and families on this holiday or at other points throughout the summer, consider what histories you might learn from those around you. And imagine what it would be like to have your students collect oral histories this fall. Ms. Navy's workshop includes a guide for how to do a family oral history, and that's a great place to start. Links to the resources are available in the written version and in the notes for this episode. Resources. Profile pages. This is a simple yet powerful activity that helps you to learn more about your students, to make sure introverts and extroverts alike feel heard and valued, and to reveal and strengthen meaningful connections between peers. Listening with someone else's ears. This activity invites students to step into the role of someone else. Imagine what they would say and listen to what those around that person are saying too. Document history with first-person accounts. Students choose a historical event that took place within the last 20 to 30 years during which they know family or friends were alive and ideally experienced firsthand. Then they combine their own research with interviews to better understand that event. What we're curious about. Each week, a member of the Inspired Teaching community shares something that's piquing their curiosity. We'd love to include what's making you wonder right now. Submitting a curiosity is easy. Just follow these steps. First, identify something you're currently curious about. This could be in the form of a question or just a concept. Second, think about where this curiosity came from and what else it's making you wonder as you explore it. 
Third, record a voice memo, no longer than two minutes, in which you share your reflection on the above. Fourth, email the voice memo to Michelle Welk, Inspired Teaching's Communication and Marketing Specialist at michelle at inspiredteaching.org. Be sure to include your full name, title, and where you work in your email. We look forward to learning with you and thanks to everyone who's submitted Curiosity so far. Professional learning. Join us in July for an institute focused on planning with the end in mind. What is it we want our students to learn in the new school year? How will we know if that learning has been accomplished? In this imaginative and engaging institute, participants will begin with the end in mind, crafting an exciting culminating project and demonstration of learning, then working backward to build out the instructional approach that can lead to such a conclusion. Together, we will experience what a rich assessment can look like, and then using some simple planning tools and the collective expertise of the participants, you will create your own. The Institute takes place at two times on July 12th. First, in person, in the morning at 10 a.m. at the National Arboretum in Washington, D.C. This is a beautiful venue and a fun way to meet fellow teachers in the great outdoors. Then, it will take place again that evening at 7 p.m. via Zoom. Registration links can be found on our website and in the notes for this show. Calling all high school students. Do you care about democracy and justice? If you know or are a high school student in the DMV, join us on June 21st at 5.30 p.m. for a very special Speak Truth event. We will be screening and discussing a new award-winning documentary film called The First Step at the MLK Library in downtown DC. Dinner will be served and students earn three community service hours for participating in the discussion after watching the film. The discussion will focus around two big questions. What happens when we approach entrenched societal problems with curiosity rather than judgment? And how can youth play a role in bridging divides in our polarized country? Space is limited, so sign up via our website or a link in the show notes today. Hooray for Monday is an award-winning weekly publication of Center for Inspired Teaching an independent nonprofit organization that invests in and supports teachers. Inspired Teaching provides transformative, improvisation-based professional learning for teachers that is 100% engaging intellectually, emotionally, and physically. Our mission is to create radical change in the school experience, away from compliance, and toward authentic engagement. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.